Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to The Sane Show, the show about nothing and everything. I'm your host, Cliff, and today I have another special guest joining us. I have actor and comedian Trevor Price with us today. How you doing, Trevor? Whoop, 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 whoop. What's up, world? What the fuck <laughs> is up, Cliff? What's going on, bud? <laughs> Not much, man. I'm super excited to have you on the show. I want to thank you first uh, for taking time out of your schedule to come on the same show today. I really appreciate it. Excited to have the conversation that we're going to have today. Absolutely, brother. I appreciate having me for a show about nothing. You damn sure have a lot of questions. So <laughs> I'm interested. Damn it, let's do it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Really quick, before I introduce the topics, I want to take and shout out all the listeners and all of everybody that follows us on social media that's been liking, sharing, and subscribing. Everybody in all 60-plus countries, thank you guys. I love you guys. I appreciate everything you guys are doing. Continuing to like, share, subscribe, and spread the word about the same show really means a lot, and it helps a great deal. And if you're listening and you don't already follow us, be sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at same underscore show a same s-a-n-e underscore show on instagram and twitter and then you can find us on facebook same show again on facebook that's same show s-a-n-e so today we're going to have a conversation about stand-up comics versus comedic actors and then following that discussion we're going to have a conversation about stardom young so again that's the topic that you inspired trevor and then following those discussions we're going to have an interview with you, Trevor, I'm going to ask you some questions so that the listeners and I can learn more about you, your background and everything, and all the fun things that go along with that. So let's go ahead and hop right into it with our first topic, stand-up comics versus comedic actors. Trevor, you're a comedian, and I've had comedians on the show before. And the one thing that stood out to me um, in talking to you was that you are leaning more towards the comedic actor side of things. And I I found that very interesting. And and that is a large part why I want to have this conversation, because I think it's important that we, we recognize that lane, you know, the lane of comedic actors and we do, but they're oftentimes, you know, mixed in with stand-up comics or better yet in the shadow of stand-up comics. And, you know, like we were talking about before there, you know, a lot of times, when we talk about comedy, especially because, you know, people uh, like the Kevin Hart's and like the Dave Chappelle's, they, they dominate the, this, the comedy space so well that it just so happens to be like that. Right. And it's, it's nothing against the comedic actor. So, you know, really want to have a discussion with you about, again, stand up comics versus comedic actors and just wanted to get your your thoughts around, you know, that conversation when it comes to, uh, you know, again, stand up comics and comedic actors. Right on, right on. Well, shit, I'm more or less, uh, yeah, excuse my cursing, Cliff. Sometimes just come out second nature. I don't know if I'm doing this. <laughs> it's but all good, bro. I, I'm definitely pro-comedic actor, but I started off doing videos on Facebook and Instagram, so I didn't get on stage till about six months to a year after I started doing videos. Even with my videos, it's more or less just me being myself and, and just al- allowing me, you know, to be able to free flow. So I very much, in my world, think that, you know, being a comedic actor is easier. Stand-up is a different monster. Definitely not everybody can do stand-up. It's two different lanes, I promise you. When you get in front of a crowd of people, a lot of people are depressed, a lot of people are angry, 
a lot of people just want to laugh and just, I mean, they're drinking and some of them, some clubs, they smoking and it's, it's just <laughs> all kind of different personalities, bro. And, you know, if you're not, you know, on your game, that's not what you want to do. You know, you don't want to step in front of a crowd unprepared. You know, with being a committed actor, you're on these sets, you know, you get to do different tastes, you get to try different things. You know, you have writers and producers and everybody that can can, can attribute to, you know, what you bring into the program. But when you're doing stand-up, brother, it's just you and, uh, and you know, whatever crowd you got that night. Yeah, that that is very true. That And I, I never even thought of it like that, right? Because all I'm thinking about is, like, making people laugh when yeah. we talk about comedy. But, I can sit behind the camera and do five or ten takes of what I think would make you laugh and do all of them different type of ways. But, buddy, true. when you're on that stage, Oh shit! You ain't got but one chance, and if you don't perform the way that they expect you to, they will let you know it. And it don't take but one bad experience for you to be a bum for the rest of your career. That's true. That's very true. It, you even got me thinking about like these movies. Like, oh uh, gosh, I think it's this Christmas was one of the last comedies I watched with uh, Danny Glover, Monique, and all those you know the other like comedic right, right. actors as well. And at the end of the movie, watching the takes from the uh, scenes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and they were hilarious. Right? Absolutely, like um, you know, when you're on set, man, times are just it's, it's, it's you know times you'll never forget. Especially if you got if you're working on something like that, you know, I'm sure just being around those legendary people, like it's timeless, endless laugh. They probably took them forever to shoot it, for you know, right. for the fact of trying to hold a straight face, or, you know, trying to be serious in certain parts. Right. I think, too, because I think about some of my my favorite movies and just thinking about the comedic genre where hearing about the comedic actor taking it, improving on something that was in the script and making it more funny than it was designed to be taking going at So like I almost look at it like a different type of creativity. Go ahead. It's taking your vision and amplifying it because you right. given you have a certain character in your mind and you got a certain person that you want to play. And when they get it, they just bring it to life 10 times more than what you can imagine. And, you, you know, you'll be able to see how beautiful your vision really is when you have the right people in place. Right. Because being able to take something from someone else who wrote it. Right. Like who knows your style, who knows, you know, they, they've seen you work and being like, as the actor. Being able, it's the same thing with me in this show, right? I, I'm, I'm a backup writer now, <laughs> right? But right. my writer knows me well. He knows the show well enough, and it's me taking what he gives me and then going an extra mile with it and taking. So hey, you you put that very well when you said that, right? Somebody taking your vision and taking and going an extra distance and really making it even more once it gets to in your hands and you have to be, you know, you being the one carrying it out. Absolutely. Yes, sir. So you, you definitely hit it on the head with that, that one. And, you know, I'm, and I'm glad too, you reminded me because you know, we were, I was going down a list of names, you know, there, cause there are many great comedic actors who don't operate in the standup space, you know, like the Wayne's brothers, you know, Tim Allen, Adam Sandler. I know you mentioned Will Ferrell, you know, Jamie Foxx. Oh yeah, and, man. Um, Jonah Hill, Pete Davidson. Um, it, it's a lot of people that that you know, and and they can do both. Don't get me wrong; mm-hmm. they definitely can do both. But they're more, in my eyes, notable for their you know comedic actor roles. 
Okay, quick question. Okay, with Will Smith. Dope. Legendary. What, what, what would you say for me? Because I mean, and that because when you take somebody like him, right, who started out, I remember you know growing up that Will Smith as a comedian. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. I mean, first first time I remember Will Smith was Fresh Prince of Bel Air and Men in Black. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I was born in 95, so I was a little younger when he was rapping. But, of course, I caught on to it when I was older. But, you know, that's one of the most talented individuals on this earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, most definitely can play any role. I mean, serious roles, comedic roles, you name it, he can do it. You're right in that on that one. When I think about somebody starting as a comedic actor, like it does. It, I mean, because let's be honest. If you're a com- if you're if if you if stand up is if you're strictly stand up right and you yes you can have success doing other things you can still be put uh, in that box right whereas with a comedic actor who because now you, you really got my brain going and I'm thinking about like you're develop you're not just you're not just being funny right right you're you're you're, you're, you're an actor right and in a sense like actor supersedes all of that because it's acting right so being able to be a comedic actor and being able to as an actor being able to develop upon your acting skills and to be able to step outside of that comedic actor box you see what i'm getting at and be able to pull a will smith be funny be serious and and do all kinds of do all kinds of stuff. So that's that's where you now after having this conversation with you, I think it's really dope that you you're doing stand up. You are a comedic actor and just basically like dude, the future <laughs> the future's bright for you because being you know working on uh, honing those skills now, you know, especially being as old as young as you are. So you know, kudos to you. you Clifford, know, the way, the way I feel damn near slow. Ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah. I've been talking to you this whole time. I'm like, why Clifford ain't responding to me? I'll get mad. <laughs> Clifford, I had the microphone on mute. <laughs> damn it. I, oh my. I, I, was, I, was, I said, Clifford! <laughs> and you weren't answering me. Go ahead. Man, I feel so stupid. I'm sorry, Clifford, because I cussed, I cussed your ass out of three different languages. <laughs> damn, man. I'm sorry. I'm just talking. Go ahead. Go ahead and talk your stuff, bro. But when you run across talents like Will Smith, you run across mm-hmm. talents like Jamie Foxx, even the Wayans brothers, they have something that can't be taught. You can't go to acting school and learn that. When you got it, you got it. It's a gift. It's a gift from God to entertain. Those fellas like that, man, their work is forever timeless. They play in moves that can make you cry, laugh, make you sad, make you love at the same time. And those are those are those are talents that come once in a lifetime. They're needle they're needle in the haystack, diamonds in the rough. Hey, you said it. All right, we're back. Now we're gonna have a conversation about stardom young. Okay, I, you know, Trevor, again, you're 25 years old. You've been in this for three years now. I, you know, I'm 28. I'm 10 years in. And 
you inspired this topic, as I, I told you already, because uh, this came to mind during a conversation. And it's important to, to, to start on your passion when you're younger, even though it may not be your primary at the time, it could greatly benefit you. And, and, and not just in entertainment, anything that you are pursuing in life. Especially, you know, I think about it now that I'm in my late 20s. I, you know, I look at everything up until this point, and I'm super happy I did everything that I did. Especially, you know, being in the circles that I'm in, you know, being able to have the conversations with the people that I get to have conversations with. And so I want to have a conversation with you about, you know, the benefits of starting young and as it relates to, again, not just this business, but everything or really anything, you know, as far as pursuing your passion in life. Uh, so I, I would want to go ahead, you know, hand it over to you, get your thoughts on all of this. Well, of course, you know, I think the earlier the better because the later people start, they, they let the confidence of the insecurities get in the way. They feel like they have to rush things. But, you know, life is a marathon. It's not a race. The turtle always catches up with the rabbit eventually, man. You know, I feel like personality will take you places that money never will. You know, you start at a young age, you're able to pace yourself. And the grind will reward you, brother. Five, ten years, you always got to think you are so closer to your goal than where you were when you started. And people fail to realize, I listen to Gary Vee all the time, 50 and 60, 60 years old is young as hell, bro. So, you know, we, we definitely shouldn't put time limits on ourselves. But starting younger is definitely the ideal thing to do because, you know, you're not doing anything but, you know, the time waits for no man. So why waste years of your life not doing what you truly want to do, not really truly pursuing your passion. You know, I think the worst thing about a man is to grow old and not know his full potential. I just hit you with some I just hit you with some deep shit then. Yeah. Jim. Come on man. Snap. I hope you hear me snapping my fingers. Get that clear. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Talk your stuff. No, I, I I definitely agree. And you know, being being where I am at this point in my life, you know, I, I look at things a lot differently than I did. Even what I just I just turned 28. So even when I was 25, right? And it, it's it's so funny. Like I'm, <laughs> I get, you know, being this young, you know, again, I'm only 28. So I'm I sit here and I tell people like, yo, 25 is like the prime spot for some to me for some reason. You only right 28, now. nigga. You got an uncle voice, <laughs> nephew. <laughs> so it's it's like that. I, I don't know what it is about 20. And even when I look at people, you know, Kendrick Lamar or other people in the industry. It just seems like mid-20s is that spot where everybody, that sweet spot where everybody was starting to take off, right? Or in that pos- in position to take off. Um, yeah, it's when it, it, I, feel like it, I feel like that's when you kind of get, you know, with the exception of the ones that, you know, got the big break early, that's when you kind of start taking your craft more seriously and you realize your full potential, right. you realize what you really can do. That's when you start bullshitting because a lot of times we're our own worst enemies, bro. Like, if you want to make a change, you got to start in the mirror. So I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, the older you get, the more mature that you become and the more apt you are to take on the world. So right. this is the time right now, bro, for for me and you. I mean, this is this is the grind. This is where we're going to look back 10, 15 years from now and wish that we are right here in this spot. Exactly. Because exactly, yes. we're, in, we're in our element. That's true. That is very true. You know, I, I was having a conversation um, with a few people and, you know, I'm just thinking about, like, how fortunate I am to have the opportunities that I do have before me, you know, recently. And I, I announced this last night, but one of the executives at universal picture reached out to me to join the speaker series. 
What's that? Go ahead. I said, damn. That was my sound effect. <laughs> you had good news, so I had to put a sound effect behind it. Damn. <laughs> like, keep going, good. keep going. <laughs> it's all good. But again, because I position myself, it's important. And like you, I listen to Gary V too. There were some things that I took from Gary V end of 2019, put into practice in 2020. And when I tell you like summer of end of summer 2020 and I'm looking back and I'm like, yo, if you had told me I would be here at the age of 27, I would have been like, "Ah, I don't know. If you would have told me I would have graduated high school, I would have said, you lying. (laughs) I barely can read. (laughs) So I definitely didn't think about by the time I got 25. You know, I never I never could imagine where I would have been at 16, 17 year old. Right. That's true. And. You know, I, I, even my cousin and I, we were having a conversation about us having started young in the business and like just it's almost like wanting to become an adult getting into this business because of the way the business is. Right. And knowing how at least those who are good at it are very serious and you got to put your big boy pants on quick because you get around those people who are serious about what they their craft and what they do. They're not playing the games. So you have to develop this mentality quick. Yes, you're going to make mistakes. Yes, you're going to have a lot of learning curves. But guess what? When you get to the place that to where you are, Trevor, you've picked up a lot of things. You've got a lot of you know resources, connections, and, and, and opportunities. Um, and this is a conversation that uh, I have with my younger cousin, uh, who's a music producer, right? And, you know, I'm like... Uh, when he's like 24 and you know i tell him like yo everything i'm telling you is to prepare you to be in a position that i'm in because you're gonna have these he's called me one time before he's like yo like that stuff you was talking like i'm glad you told that you shared that with me because it happened i said it's going to happen it's like eric thomas says opportunity is coming will you be ready absolutely and you know the fact that you're giving him OG advice, that's big, because I feel like if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. There always got to be somebody, you know, that's kind of more advanced to you that can give you the game. You know, um, a, a coach yeah. had, to, had to learn from, 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 from experience. They had to learn. They had to watch other coaches. They had to, you you got to learn from the ones that come before you. Right. That's true. Especially because, you know, one of the things I thought about, too, when it, when it comes to my own experience is that I've never – I don't know anybody that's doing a thing like personally that's doing the things that I want to do. It's like, I don't know where I need to go with this, but it's like, but I need to figure out how to get in touch with the people who can provide me the wisdom, the knowledge and the guidance to walk this path and to make those things happen. You know, and fortunately I've, I fell into a place to where that is exactly what's happening. now. <laughs> like, Never, you know, a couple of years ago, never did I think, you know, I'd be talking to people like, you know, Walter Latham, right? Like, in getting, it, it, you know, having a conversation, yes, but in that Direct communication, oh, first name basis, really getting to the gist of their personality right. and what makes them tick, you know, being able to really get into their space and, 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 and feel their spirit and, and, you know, be aligned with the same people that you once looked up to. Right, right. And, you know, one of the things I was... Uh, telling my cousin earlier today is that I said, you know, it, it, 
you know you're you know you're in the you're headed in the right direction when you you talk to these people and they you know you when you're having that conversation and you're talking to them like it's like you're on their level you got your head on right you got a vision and all that kind of stuff and that absolutely they know you get it and with most of them with most of them you know, with the exception of the ones who, you know, had things handed down to them. But, but you know, the ones that came and had to grind and had to muster up things to, to get to the way are, they have to realize that they were once where we are right now. And material things, we can't take them with them. We can't take them with us. I, I've never seen a funeral home with the U-Haul backed up to them when it's time for the funeral. You know, we can't worship things that, that are perishable. We bleed the same way they bleed. We feel the same way that they feel. So, you know, when it's all said and done, they're people just like us. It's just that they, they did the necessary things to be able to manifest the dreams that they wanted. And that makes them that that what makes them so great. Because few far in between, those that get it, those they're those that don't. All right, we're back now for the interview. Trevor, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to fire off with some questions so that the listeners and I can learn more about you, the things you do, and all the fun things that go along with that. So I'm going to go ahead with this first question. What and when was the moment you realized comedy was for you? I've always been a funny guy. I won class clown several times throughout school, elementary school, middle school, high school. Um, there are even videos of me as a little boy getting a microphone in church. And I was cutting jokes then, you know, I didn't take nothing serious. But the moment I realized that comedy, you know, was my thing was when I did my first viral video and I realized that I really had something. You mean, tell me all I got to do is be myself and put it on film and post it for people to laugh. Like that's the best. That's a dream come true. So back in 2017, I realized that I can really take this thing serious. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. You've made videos with comedians like Desi Banks, LeVar Arrington. Michael Blackson and Eddie Harris. What did it take for you to land those opportunities? Honestly, bro, it's just God, just knowing people, like just running around rubbing shoulders with the, with, with the right people. Like I told you earlier, my grandma always told me that personality will take you places that money never went, you know, money never will. And in the comedy game and the entertainment game, it's all about, you know, majority of it is about money, but very few of us that just right place at the right time and knowing the right people and, and being able to be a genuine, good-hearted person. And people can see that and people can, can see the talent and, you know, they just want to work with you and willing to work with you. And I'm grateful for those guys, you know, taking the opportunity to, you know, have some fun with me and do some things. So, you know, shout out to them in their own perspective lanes. You know, they, they killing the game. You've named some of your early influences, such as Dave Chappelle, Eddie and Charlie Murphy, South Park, Family Guy. Jamie Foxx, among many others. In summary, what did you take from them collectively? To be unapologetically you, bro. The world is so fucking sensitive now. Be yourself. As long as your intentions are well, that's all that matters at the end of the day. God gave us a gift, and that's to make people smile. That's to, that's to, that's to be able to trigger the emotions of people. It's up to you to use those, 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 those talents for, for good. And those blessings for for a good cause and you know as long as my intentions are well I, I encourage anybody to be their fucking self you know know yourself don't dim your light for anybody let that motherfucker shine i couldn't say them better myself <laughs> 
you're 25 and you've been at this for three years now. You've made some serious headway too. What advice would you give to your peers looking to make it in this industry? I reiterated a thousand times, bro. Be yourself. Be yourself. Be confident in what you do. Be confident in the in the path that God has led for you. And don't let anybody tell you different. You may get told no a thousand and one times, but it's just a one yes that can change your life. And you are you can always be so much closer to your goal than where you are when you started from. If you just don't give up, persevere, bro. Persevere. Have fun with it. Don't put too much pressure on yourself because if you if you're enjoying it, it's not a job. Don't put a time limit on yourself. Enjoy it. Enjoy the process because it's going to be a time when you're successful. You're going to wish that you were at a time when you were grinding it out. So enjoy the moment. Enjoy the thrill. Enjoy the passion of it all. You'll never you'll never forget the feeling. That is a true boy. <laughs> Some wise words. <laughs> Some truly wise words. You know, I'm just sitting here listening to you like, wow. Uh, yeah, that's that's true. Every I'm I'm, every, I'm, I'm, every, I'm 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 really you're picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah, seriously. I, I mean, I, I I've said those same things at some point as well, and so to hear them, and this is every time, every time to hear them from someone else, it just reaffirms thing that you know those things that I go by. I'm just so, telling you what God loves, Cliff, and that ain't nothing but the truth. Put it in your jaw like chili dog with the slaw. <laughs> Oh, man, you off the chain, bro. <laughs> you are off the chain, and I know you won't, but don't ever change. <laughs> Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it. Don't ever change. Uh, Trevor, uh, I really enjoyed having you as a guest on the same show. I love your energy. Great story. Great background. Again, awesome guy. And again, I, I thank you for taking time out of your schedule to take and come on the same show to spend some time with me and the listeners and talk about some of these Look, things. Cliff, I appreciate you taking the, I appreciate you taking the time to speak with me and give me a platform to tell the people about me. You know, um, this was an audio interview, and I just want to let everybody know that Cliff had me put on the fucking sweater, and it was a turtleneck, <laughs> hoping that I was going to be seen on camera today. But Cliff didn't let me know. And I was very upset with Cliff, and I gave Cliff a part of my damn mind because my mama bought me a sweater, and it was a heel figure sweater, and my my neck is so warm right now, and I was so I mean I had I was I, I had set up a nice space in an office, and I was ready to smile and, and look all Wayne Brady ish, and, and he just <laughs> no. he just disappointed me. Not the way not Wayne Brady ish. <laughs> I mean, geez, I, I mean, I was so excited. Like, I'm over here with a sweater, and I look so formal at the top with drawers on at the bottom. He wouldn't be able to see my bottom. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is, I, I, I swear, this is, more, this is more than what I hoped for. I told you that already, but this is more than I hoped for. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy. Really, really, really quick, before I let you go, we close out. Uh, tell the listeners where they can find you. I want them to be able to keep keep up with you keep tabs on everything you have going on and all the exciting things and if you got any projects anything that you want to make an announcement of please share that with them um you can find me on facebook at trevor price t-r-e-v-o-r price common spelling p-r-i-c-e you can find me on instagram at trevor price official all together you can find me on twitter at funny ass trev you can find me on Snapchat at Funny Ass Trev, F-U-N-N-Y-A-S-S-T-R-E-V. And I would tell you about my upcoming projects, but if you follow me on my social media, you can see it for your damn self. <laughs>
So y'all make sure y'all go follow me, please. And y'all make sure that y'all keep keep following the same show. Man, this guy is freaking special. Brother has a good heart. He has a good head on his shoulder. And he's very, very talented and, and, and a very like-minded individual. Brother, I appreciate you having me. And, and and I pray that God continues to keep his hands around you, continues to give you an imaginative spirit, continues to allow you to persevere and prosper in, 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 in your beautiful walk of life, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Likewise, Trevor. Likewise. Those, those words mean more than you know. They really do. Listeners, be sure to follow him. Check him out. He's a funny guy. He, re- he really is. And I, I, I'm, I'm not just saying I don't. I don't I don't blow smoke around here. You guys know how I am. So please go check them out on all the social platforms. You heard them. There's a rewind button for a reason. So if you got to use it, please do so. So <laughs> thank you again, Trev. Again, I enjoy you. Definitely going to have to have you back on the show in the future. And listeners, thank you guys again for continuing to listen, continuing to to follow the same show and the like, share, subscribe, and spread the word. You guys are listening to the same show, the show about nothing and everything. And until next time, we're out.